Hi, this is Terry Dismore, and you're listening to the Quiz the Diz podcast. Terry brings years of experience in consulting, management, leadership, and life. In this podcast, Terry answers questions about these topics, bringing wisdom from a kingdom perspective. Our website is quizthediz.com. Now here's the Diz. Over the last few weeks, we've been talking about some of the things that God has shown me in my life and how he talks to me and how to learn to listen to him and all that. And we'll continue with that next week. But this week, I'm just going to ask for your indulgence for just a few minutes. And let me tell you why. On a warm Saturday afternoon in July of 1985, I married my bride. Nay and I have been married since July the 20th, 1985, so the day that I'm releasing this is our 37th anniversary. Boy, it was a hot day. I can remember that now. And we got married in a church, First Assembly of God in New Albany, Indiana, and had quite a few of our friends there, but we had no idea what was about to come. Now, you know that when you get married, you have no idea what's what's on the way, no idea whatsoever. And I think sometimes that's a blessing from the Lord because... You don't know what difficulty might lie ahead or what struggles you might have in your life. As a matter of fact, nobody does. My mom used to say to me, well, I just don't know what's going to happen in the future. And I'm like, mom, nobody knows what's going to happen in the future. She taught me to be a professional worrier, which I was at one point in my life. I've since learned that that's nowhere in the Bible. There's nowhere in the Bible that says to me, hey, Terry, I need you to worry about something for me. And, you know, like God was talking to me like that? No. Well, I've learned some of that from my bride. And on this Saturday afternoon, we got married, and a friend of ours got us a honeymoon suite over at the Hyatt Regency in Louisville. It's pretty fancy schmancy. And we had our anniversary dinner, our first, our wedding dinner. We had a multi-course meal, and it was really good. And we spent $72. And I'm like, I'll never spend $72 on a meal again. Well, that's not true. (laughs) I've spent a lot more than that on meals since then. But you know how you are when you're first married. That was 1985. We didn't have a lot of money. We went off to our honeymoon down in Gatlinburg, and we had a great time for the two days that we were there. Well, we were planning on spending longer than that. But on Tuesday morning, the Tuesday after we were married, my wife woke me up and she said, I don't feel good. Well, Nay had been not feeling well for a little bit of time. As a matter of fact, she'd lost quite a bit of weight leading up to the wedding, but the doctors were just, oh, it's it's bridal nerves. It'll be all right. She'll be good. My mom had made her wedding dress for her and had continued to try to take it in, and she was like, I can't take it in anymore. It's, it's all that I can do. So we knew something was going on. We thought, well, it's bridal nerves. She'll get over it, and we'll be fine. Nay had been up very healthy woman all of her life. She'd had a couple of small injuries in her life. She was in a sledding accident one time and, you know, just the normal kind of childhood things. She'd never broken a bone or anything like that. But on this Tuesday morning, she wakes me up. She's not feeling good. And I call the doc and he said, well, you probably ought to bring her home and bring her straight to the hospital. So he said, give her this medicine and bring her home. Well, I had no idea what was going on there. So I gave her that medicine, we got packed up, we got to the car, and she fell asleep. And she slept from Gatlinburg to London, Kentucky, which is two or three hours. And then from London, Kentucky, the rest of the way home, she slept. As a matter of fact, she told me later she woke up in the hospital not having any idea how she'd gotten there. Why was she in the hospital? Well, um, 
on the Friday after we got married, so we hadn't even been married a week, we, she had a kidney removed. She had a connective tissue disease called anti-cardiolipin antibody syndrome, which is a long phrase. We have to use two cards when we want to show somebody what it is. And, um, boy, it was rough. Um, that Tuesday, I brought her back. Wednesday, they did exploratory surgery. Thursday, we were signing wills. And Friday, she had surgery, and the docs didn't know whether she would survive it. They didn't know whether they'd have to remove both kidneys. They didn't know any of that stuff. And so that's our first week anniversary. Now, here we are 37 years later. So I've learned a lot of things in that 37 years, but the best things I learned in the first week, and that was to trust the Lord and to love my wife. And if you can learn to do those two things and you can do them fairly well, you'll have a successful life. Well, things uh, went kind of rocky for us for a long time, and I've shared occasionally on the podcast some of our struggles with Nay's health up until June the 25th, 2001. And I was in my office at uh, WSFJ-TV out in beautiful Thornville, Ohio. And as was my habit, I gave a phone call to Nay about 9 o'clock to see how she was doing. Now, we'd been praying for some time about Nay's health, about her healing. It had gone downhill and downhill and downhill. And by this time, she'd been sick 16 years. And uh, we had met a doc here in town that had helped her some, a chiropractic neurologist that had been able to help her quite a bit. But that reached a point and it plateaued and started leveling off and kept going down. And because it was a connective tissue disease and it wasn't something that uh, a normal doc could just test for all the time, it was, uh, you know, a lot of times it was in her head. There was a lot of stress. She had not been able to work for years, um, just all that kind of stuff. And we were kind of at the end of our rope. And I yelled at God about it one night. Let me tell you something. Uh, God does not get angry with you when you get angry with him. Now, he might if it's unjust or it's always, and you never learn to trust him. But that night, several weeks before my wife got healed, I was angry and beating the steering wheel, driving home, talking to a friend of mine who was very kind and very loving about, you know, here's what's going on. So that particular morning when I was at the TV station and called the house, Nay was out of breath. And I'm like, oh, no, oh, no, what's going on? She said, oh, I'm healed. And I'm like, oh, I'm I'm total agreement with you, baby. I know you're going to be. And she goes, no, no, I'm healed. And I'm like, well, I, I'm believing with you. Now, the thing about it was I would leave Nay set up in bed every morning. We had a bed that was on the floor. And the reason that it was on the floor is so she could, if, she, if her legs weren't working, and which that happens sometimes, she could crawl to the bathroom or crawl out into the kitchen. We were on a first floor master. And all those things can happen. But this particular day, um, I had left her set up in bed, some water, little snack for breakfast. She said that she had been in bed, went to the bathroom, and she felt the Lord say, I want you to go out to the living room. Well, she had to crawl out there. So she crawled out to the couch, and she said, while I was kneeling there, I felt this heaviness. And she said it wasn't a bad heaviness. It was just a heaviness. And I felt the Lord say, because of your obedience, you are healed. And she said, I felt a deluge come on me, and it just made my hair stand up, and then it made me stand up, 
and I'm running around the house. And she was out of breath when I called because she'd been running up and down the stairs to our house. She hadn't even been upstairs for months. She couldn't get up there. Now she's running around the house. So that's part of the story of our marriage. Now, that was in 2001. Since then, we've had little health problems here, there, and yon. Both of us had COVID uh, last year. My wife's had two heart attacks, both of which were taken care of with uh, stents. Actually, she's had three stents put in, which is another story for the malpractice attorney. I'm kidding, but (laughs) it is another story. But through all of that, I've remembered what vow that I made on that day, on July the 20th, 1985, and that's to have and to hold for richer, for poorer, in sickness and in health. One more thing to tell you about our first year of marriage, and that was this. Nay was sick. My parents didn't like that. Well, I didn't know anybody that liked it, thought, oh, this is a great thing. My wife and I were at my mom and dad's house one night. It was the only night that we'd ever planned on staying with them up to that point. As a matter of fact, it's the only night that we ever stayed with my parents. So that particular night, we got into an argument, and we were going to make up, and it was going to be all right, but my mom walked in on us, and it made my wife mad, and my mom get after her, and you know, it just wasn't a good scene. So Nay took off her rings and left. Now, at the time, that's the way Nay would handle things. It's not the way she handles things now. It's not the way I would handle things now. But she left, so my parents spent several hours that night trying to convince me to divorce my wife. Well, what I didn't know at the time was the marriage that my mom and my dad had was not a good one. It was rough. My dad had had affairs, and all these things came out later. As a matter of fact, my dad gave his heart to the Lord about 10 years before he died, but it was many years after this, about 15 years after this, before dad gave his heart to the Lord and apologized to Nay, but he wouldn't talk to my wife. He wouldn't look at her. He'd never call her by name. And all these things going on, all this pressure. And so... um, the next day, I was at the radio station in Scottsburg working a part-time shift, and Nate called me, and I said, well, I guess we're getting a divorce. And she said, well, I don't think we are. And she was up there in a few minutes, and we worked it out. And I realized that the commitment that I made to her on July the 20th was a commitment. And it was made before God, and it was made before man, but especially made before Renee. And uh, I'm so glad that I kept that commitment. Now, if you're going through something right now where you're having trouble in your marriage or there's a difficulty between you and your spouse or you've contemplated divorce or gone through a divorce, it doesn't mean that you're in sin and God can never forgive you. But what it does mean is that there's healing that needs to be done. Even if you were the wronged party, God wants to heal you. Even if you were the party that did the wronging, God wants to heal you. But you need to look at it and go, you know what? That was a that was a mistake. It was a sin, and I repent from it. I had to do that that night when I told my parents that I would divorce Nay, and I didn't, obviously. We've been married for 37 years. But when I mentioned that to Nay the next day, she said, we made an agreement that we would never talk about that, and I broke that agreement. And I've learned since then to be very honest with her about things. Some things that you'd be like, why in the world would you ever tell her that? You know why? Because I trust her and because she trusts me. And that's what we've built our life on, is trusting God, trusting each other, loving God, loving each other, and never ending a day without a good laugh.
I hope that encourages you a bit today. I hope that you, uh, if you're in difficulty, you see some of the humor in the difficulty. If you are having a great time, that you see some of the markers that God has brought you through. And most of all, I want to say happy 37th anniversary to my lovely bride, Nay, the 20th of July, 2022. God bless you guys for listening. By the way, my website is at quizthediz.com. You can reach me there or at 614-382-2582. If you've got any questions, you can reach me at that phone number or email me at terry at quizthediz.com. Would you take a moment to subscribe to our podcast and be sure to rate it on your favorite podcast app. And remember this, God has a plan for you, and I'm here to help you find it. The Quiz the Diz podcast is produced by Prosper Leadership. Our website is quizthediz.com, or you can reach us at 614-382-2582. Thanks for listening, and be sure to subscribe and let your friends know about Quiz the Diz. Quiz the Diz.